Woo. Are we recording? Oh, that does not look good. Well, we will just let yeah. Paul deal with that later. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Abby. And I'm Chelsea. And welcome to 3 to Be Month. Today we are talking Season 1, Episode 2, Charlie X. forgotten this episode you guys really yeah I, where I, are we going yeah this I, I think you just brought us back yeah i think you just brought us back yeah okay i do think i forgot this episode i did not remember it at all i thought it was a bad episode but actually it's a good episode wait okay <laughs> totally opposite take i vaguely remembered this episode i mean i i remember the high points of this episode i remember like charlie's storyline in this episode and i remember like thinking this was a pretty okay episode and then on the more recent watch i'm like "Mm, this one probably not as good as i remembered i'm I'm not sure i would say it's a horrible episode maybe but it's definitely not like like... it's not the best it's never been one of my favorites and there are Several reasons for that. I do think there are some interesting things in the episode. However, I also think it's a little bit like YA science fiction, which is not a bad thing, but like, like, it's just not quite, it's early Trek. It's really early Trek. It's a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, it is. Um, And that's not bad either, right? There's some really good, like, Twilight Zone episodes of Trek, essentially. Um. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's it's also like it's also like in in a baseball metaphor like it's a f- foul ball uh that then the second at bat they hit out um Squire Gothos. Right? <laughs> it is like <laughs> they took a swing at this one and they're like, mm, yeah, okay, foul. Uh, Squire Gothos, same same exact beats essentially. Um, well, kind of, except this is a human, which leads to the question of why either didn't this race? What are they, the Thalasians? Like, the, Thalasians? Was that what it was? I think the Thalasians no. are different. The Thalasians are different. Yeah, okay. I think these are maybe the clearly. Thalasians. I didn't pay attention to the two times they said <laughs> Obviously. that word in this episode. But uh, why didn't they either one just provide for the kid? And two, how did they give him powers? Yeah. I like how they gave him powers, but they can't take them away. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, right? It was weird. I don't... I don't. I, I, like, did I, they I, alter him, like, somehow? Like, they had to have. But they, they also right? show that they can reverse things that he's done. Yeah. Right. Um, and... Yeah. Yeah. yeah the whole powers things doesn't make a whole lot of sense like how he got them and why he can't not yeah and so are they non-corporeal correct that seems to be the implication yes okay so maybe they couldn't for whatever reason provide for him then them not being corporeal well i guess i don't really know i was but he clearly provided for himself using those powers so it's one of those like they they couldn't give him powers that are stronger than the powers they have. Um, 
so if they're unable to make, say, uh, a bowl of fruit appear, then they wouldn't be able to give him powers that allow him to make a bowl of fruit appear. Correct. And he has some powers, by the way. Did anyone else write them all down? I mean, he has Q powers. Exactly, yeah. But not quite as... Well, not quite he, Q. He can transmute things, essentially, and he can... He can Destroy conjure. Things. He can yeah, conjure. He's, he's mainly a, a boy. Is he a conjurer though? What things does he conjure? He conjures the gift for um for Rand, right? Yeah, conjures, and, and the oh, and the card uh, tricks. And the, the card. No, tricks no, that was just transmuting, a... right? Well, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been conjuration. It could have been illusion. I mean, we're hard hard D and D now, but um, <laughs> the, the yeah, card actually, tricks seem know. like illusion magic. He, he seems like a, a you know like he's he's drawn from a lot of different schools because he oh, also he, is able to just he, destroy things. Well, um, he he made it disappear. He makes things disappear. Yeah. Uh, he does melt the chest pieces. Yeah, um, yeah. He's able. Oh, to... Oh, he stops Uhura's voice. He breaks Spock's legs. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, like again, he's he drawing from a Uhura lot Station of different schools. He's able to control the Enterprise, right? Oh, and um, he causes Kirk pain. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of schools here <laughs> of magic. He, he has Q powers, is essentially because if you try to list out like the prototypical Q from TNG, like what he can and can't do. Um, I'd say the only thing he can't do is uh, d- disappear himself and teleport himself somewhere else. I think that's the only thing that Q can do that he cannot realistically. Yeah, he really can't um, Which means how did they, did they go and get him? Yeah. The ship they, at the beginning, they're rendezvousing with a ship that found him. Yeah. And let's talk about that scam, right? Yikes. That ship, I mean. Yo, they're a member of Starfleet. Why wouldn't they yeah, tell him what's what? They're right? like, At least in a secure like, transmission. Wink, wink. Charlie's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take him to a star base or whatever. Wink, wink. Um, they have the insignia. Well, a different insignia. Yeah, they're Starfleet. No, they're Starfleet. They're captain. They like, yeah. like that captain seems to know Kirk, and it's like yeah, nothing's so wrong weird. here. Nope, love, everything's fine. We love Charlie. Oh, unless Charlie threatens. Well, he clearly did. But oh yeah, super. But at the same time, like that's yeah, you still have to tell him. And at the end of the day, like I'm surprised Kirk doesn't threaten to blow up the Enterprise. But like they should have threatened <laughs> to blow up their ship, frankly. Um, and. Like to, to just pass this problem on with no word. I think that's what they're trying to do later. They're calling, they're hailing, mm-hmm. and that's when Charlie destroys him. Like, hmm. but they must have known that was coming. Um, so I don't know. That's a weird arc too of that ship. It was to, a weird beginning where it's just like you can tell something is very wrong. And yeah, like, they play the shifty-eyed. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, very much. heavy. Yeah, very heavily. It was. Well, speaking of acting, though, I thought, who's the guy who plays Charlie? I don't remember his name, but he is very good. He was very good. I was well, and I was reading on Memory Alpha is he is a little bit method, so he would like he stayed away from like the crew, like he didn't interact much with like the regulars and stuff, which is how how old was he to how how close was was he to in his. No, he was in his 20s. I, I figured was, he was yeah. maybe early 20s, but... He was okay, old. So I can't remember exactly how old he was, but he was in his 20s. Like, I want to say he was even, he like, 27 looked... or something. But, like, really? yeah, okay. he still looked he really young. He still looked young. youngish. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and he's so good at acting the awkward... Yeah. adolescent. For sure. He believed it. He's so disconcerting. Like, it's it's very... <sighs> he's a... It's very... Um, This is going to sound mean, but I... I 
think it's accurate. He's very homeschool kid, <laughs> teenager. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, you're not wrong. Though, that's his his character is also written odd because it, it feels like one of these where they want you to feel for him. And early on, I, I think there is he's very early on he's written like in that first interaction with Kirk. Um, they're saying like, oh yeah, this kid was on a planet and like everyone he knows was killed and he's lived her alone for what, 15 years? Yeah, it's uh, a long time. And then he's like, uh, excuse me, serious? And Kirk's like, look, we don't interrupt on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's just really mean to him. The first it, yeah. thing he, he does. Yeah. Um, it's like, wow, that is like <laughs> not, not cool, Kirk. Yeah. No, um, what you do with that situation, and I have friends with young children, and I will, you know, they try to interrupt a lot And when you're talking to their parent, and you just turn to them quietly and go, I'm speaking to them, just a minute. But I think and then you turn back. Even in a situation <laughs> like this, like, he's he's not a child, but he's also not, I think he's beyond that, right? This is a situation where Kirk probably turns to him and says, Oh, sorry. Like, says sorry to the other captains and says, "Sorry, hold on. I'm going to talk to Charlie here for a second. Like, well, no, he doesn't even have to do that. Like, because the kid isn't he isn't socialized. He yeah. doesn't have any like Skills. idea of how yeah. this works. So, I think it's completely appropriate to turn to him for a second and be like, "Hold on, I am finishing a conversation. When the conversation is over, I will come to you." Yeah, just Kirk was not second. an important like, conversation. He's, yeah, well, but no, he's not. But like, that's just like learning. That's just adult. Behavior. That's just adult behavior where you how you socialize a child who has not been around people. <laughs> like, sure, sure. <laughs> this is yeah. This yeah. Kirk is not good at things. They, is, okay, I will say. I will say. I will say. If we want to jump around, there are a lot of moments where like they're trying to teach him, and it's a mm-hmm. much later one. It's the one where like Rand tells Kirk like, "Hey, Charlie." is like making unwanted advances essentially. Right. And I was like, my, my thought was, Ooh, this is not going to be a good convert. Like Kirk's they're teeing this one up for Kirk and it is Kirk's ball to miss. Right. Oh yeah. And I think he, maybe it's because I felt like the bar was going to be so low, but I thought he did a better than Kirk job at that conversation of being like, Hey, she said, no, no means no, essentially. Right. That that is the. I thought he was going to be like, oh, you know, well, you got to do this or like, keep trying. You know, one of those bad conversations. It was so awkward. It was yeah, but awkward. the thing that it was a very awkward conversation. But the thing was, I his interaction with Charlie wasn't that bad. His interaction with Rand, Rand. was yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was basically like, <laughs> you silly woman. <laughs> You don't, and I'm just like, I'm just sitting there going, I'm, if a woman tells you she is uncomfortable yeah. with something, you need to fix that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, at work. This is yeah, her job. Work. This I is think, her job. I think it was weird how it got to that part, but I think that was the one conversation where Kirk, like, actually gave some good advice of, like, look, move on, kid. Um, yeah. That's all he had to deliver, and he did it awkwardly. But he, yeah, it was clear this whole episode. It was kind of a Picard moment, almost like first season Picard of like, why are there kids on my ship? Right. First (laughs) first season Picard is very much like, I don't like kids. And it's very much that. And and I think if, if the actor they had cast had looked even younger or if they had said Charlie was like 15 instead of 17, that might've even gone farther there, but Mm. Yeah, yeah all his interactions ran. Very creepy, though. Did that, like, yeah. that made me very uncomfortable. All of, all of Charlie's, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they're... Just, 
Yeah. I mean, which is the goal, of course. I mean, it's meant to be yikes, right? Yeah. And they succeeded, so I guess good job, them. Uh, while he's wearing his burlap sap, meanwhile. <laughs> yeah, it's a very early episode, right? It shows in all the oh, costuming, yeah. but... Um, I, this must have been super early in production order, right? Yeah, it you know? was. Third or fourth, maybe? It was really early, and I'm trying to remember. Because they still have some of those old, old costumes. And... Yeah, the brown shirts. Yeah, they still, it's, I mean, it was a really early production order. Looks like it was maybe eighth in production order. Okay. Oh, so was this la- Rand's last filmed episode? No. No, no, no. Because I thought she either only did eight or nine. Well, she might have been on camera for eight or nine, but, but there's she was a bunch of these early longer. ones that she was not in, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. she she probably appeared in eight or nine episodes. Oh, I thought that she she was production order in just the first eight, and then they just reordered them. Oh, that's possible. Good question. Because that first season ordering is weird, since there's no continuity, sure. as we know. Well, so this whole episode is weird, right? <laughs> what else do we want to talk about here? Strange. My next, well, yeah. my next note. A, I have a oh, question for good. you, Chelsea. Of what you thought of the scoring of this episode musically? Of the the what? The scoring. Scoring. Uh, uh, I was actually going to go to Uhura as well. Um, well, I, not I, the, I, I guess her musical act. I'd say it's different. I just meant like the background music cues. I thought, especially oh. in the early half, were very odd and like lots of. Maybe Ooh. maybe it was not memorable enough. But... I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think I was okay tuned I... into that. I was I had the volume very low. Okay, I I, th- I thought it was a lot of like really dark musical cues and oh um... yeah now I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, they opened with a lot of ominous music, like yeah, really yeah, yeah. painting like one of those Twilight uh, uh, shows. Twilight like, Zone, like talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. Twilight Zone. It... Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. And then um, there was like the fight scene music. Yeah. It was uh, for for like a bunch in the middle of it. Yeah, I thought it was a really weird beginning, and then they have that whole musical scene, and then after that, they don't really score much at all. So, um... yeah, you heard a singing with Spot. What a treasure of a scene! Oh my god, I love that scene <laughs> so much. I well, there's so and I have in my notes like there's so few scenes that you in original track where you see the crew just kind of hanging sure. out and like having fun, especially with Spock. Yeah, 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 it was, it makes me so happy. Like, the looks he gives Uhura give me such joy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. It's so Honestly, good. Honestly, that scene might have been the inspiration for the J.J. Abrams-Spock-Uhura romance. Like, that's enough. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like, just in those. Maybe J.J. Ab- Abrams only watched four episodes yeah. of Trek. <laughs> First, like, four episodes. He did only watch, like, yeah. he did not watch a lot of no, Trek before he directed No, he probably watched up to here and was movies. like, yeah, I got it. I yeah. got it. Abrams, I got it. I know how to <laughs> yeah. ruin series. This, and this checks out. Well, he franchises. was watching it in the background while, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, drinking beer. I think beers. the only thing he watched from the Star Wars universe was the um, uh, holiday special. 77 <laughs> holiday special. But we digress. Yeah. Anyway. No, yeah, that musical scene, though. Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, her Loved losing it. her voice, though, is then super That was disturbing. upsetting. And the cards with Rand's picture, that was that also was creepy. That was super creepy. Did not like. The question shouldn't have been, like, how did you do that? But rather, where did you get those pictures? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> right? They're not candids, right? She's clearly posed for them. <laughs> like, And they're in, like, a dark room with nothing in the background. <laughs> so, like, where did... Unless they're part of her profile. Yeah. 
Which, in that case, why do they have, like, centerfolds, like, pre-centerfolds in your crew file? Like, does anyone else have a lot of questions? Yeah, they're, I mean, I know, I know they were publicity photos, is what they were. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it was, I, I didn't like it. And I don't, anytime there is a teenage child who is creepy, they always are, like, full attention horrors, and I hate it so much. (laughs) It's just like pay attention to me. Nobody else matters, and I'm just like, wow, you are a lot. Yeah, and yeah. So maybe that—that's something that was getting like earlier. Saying Charlie by the end is not a like his arc is by the end. I think maybe the writers wanted you to think that sending him back is that the crew should like fight to get keep him to stay with humans. But at that point, like he has ostensibly killed a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like, and then he's like, oh no, I'm sorry now. I'm sorry now that like someone can hold me accountable. It's, it's very just like, it's the worst type of behavior. It's very white man. I'm honestly surprised Kirk tried to keep it. Yeah. I had forgotten that part completely. And I was like, wow. Well, but they didn't try that hard. Yeah. He was like, oh, but please don't take him. No. Don't. Oh, stop. (laughs) Don't. It's that. It's from, it's the original Willy Wonka. Stop. Don't. Come back. (laughs) Yeah, but also they like the Thalasians or whatever. They could <laughs> definitely take him no matter what. Abby, do you want to give us the actual name of this? Yeah, I was actually gonna go and look and see what <laughs> they were actually called. <laughs> I said Thalasians, which is not. And Thalasians, it Thasians. That's a different the Thasians. Thasians. That's oh, it. Thasians. Yeah, they use Okay, so there's no L. The Thasians. There's no. No, it's just Thasians. You sure, there's not like three more syllables. I promise there is that I'm looking at it on Memory Alpha right now. Okay. The Thasians. They really like starting alien names with the. Maybe it sounds. It sounds very. Yeah, very. Like there's the Telosians, there's the the Thalasians. Yeah, the Thasians. The Thasians. Or maybe like they just use like a placeholder in the script and then just change it. And then they forget to change (laughs) Or they just forget to change it. Honestly, that could be it. Yeah, I like think we just figured out this whole show. Yeah. Only took us 72 episodes. <laughs> hey. Hey, we got there before the end. That's what's important. Barely. Um, I, my favorite part of his powers, by the way, I thought the best part of the episodes, was when he turned the meatloaf into turkeys for Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. that was the nicest thing he did. Also, they're also, celebrating Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Maybe it was, maybe they have a new Thanksgiving in the future where it's like when it's like first contact Thanksgiving. I wish they would had leaned into it more. It almost, if they'd leaned into it more, then it feels like a Futurama gag of like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wish they'd leaned into it more. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really make sense, right? They have a lot of different. It know, also doesn't aliens, make sense that they have, they have meatloaf. That also doesn't make a lot. Of sense. <laughs> yeah, the fact well, that he changed the... it to turkeys is the is the dumb read on that, right? Um, Wait, I have a lot of questions because then it pins it down to. to um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yes. Wait, why? Okay, so we was the captain of the flagship of this like army fleet really spending his time directing the kitchen? The no the like the programming staff apparently to like put the meatloaf into turkey shape. <laughs> apparently, yes. 
Does also, he have other things to do? You would think, but apparently he does not. Think. Also, yes. where did they get meatloaf but not turkeys? That is my question. That's what yeah, that's I, a, yes, yeah, that's what I was saying. Unless he was meaning it generically, like a, a loaf of meat. No. Or I like think... a, like a reprocessed meat. I don't but like, think Like their so. replicators are pretty good. But maybe this early on, they didn't know about the replicators yet. Yeah, I think they just imagined they had a hold full of like a <laughs> meat paste, essentially. Um, meat paste and butter. Space food! It's just, Shuttle Bay 1 is full of butter. <laughs> no, Shuttle Bay 1 is full of those spacesuits, one with a name tag for each oh, crew that's member. Right. Shuttle Bay 2 is full of butter. There we go. Shuttle Bay 3 <laughs> is full of lard. Yeah, we have a, a map for this ship, and we have it all figured out. Shuttle, Shuttle Bay 4 is full of uh, whiskey barrels. Uh, no, Shuttle Bay 4 is No, Saurian of... brandy. Kirk even asked him if they wanted some Saurian brandy. This is just the Shackleton expedition. Speaking <laughs> of, does Bones drink if they just said Saurian brandy? No, Bones did not drink uh. in this episode. <laughs> he did have a coffee cup at one point. Oh, oh then he, he drank. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, he drank. <laughs> that you was know, right. yeah, we you all know, know the rule. Put a little drink. bit in there, so we're not to bingo yet. Keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, there is one dumb McCoy note in this one. Sorry, Chelsea, but um, uh, I love when they're having the conversation of like, uh, it seems like he's not human. He's able to make people disappear. He's able to like turn people into stuff. He has strange powers. And McCoy's like, he does have human fingers and toes, though. I, I, yeah. I, I checked, and that is definitely the thing that makes you human. Human fingers know, and toes. They, this would have been one of those times where they could have really benefited from being like, you know, I ran like his complete like DNA. <laughs> you know, or even I just know I how... ran a physical, and he yeah. looks human. Not like I checked out his fingers and toes. Yeah, that wasn't a great line. <laughs> But to be fair, that's how McCoy's written, not McCoy, the great character. Yeah, it's so it's my a, favorite character. It's a weird line, and yeah, <laughs> definitely human. Um, yeah, that's true. Ten um, fingers, ten toes. What do you guys think of the Kirk teaching uh, Charlie to fight scene? So those unitards. <laughs> Can we talk more about them? Can we get unitards? No, Just you. like those. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, I'm maybe sure they sell if we them. ever go on the Star Trek cruise, we can. Wear they those. were <laughs> terrifying. I didn't. I didn't like it. They were really upsetting to me. I didn't. Kirk is also, of course, shirtless. Though. Yes, he oh, is yeah. shirtless. Um, I like how everybody else had like a onesie, and he had just pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody had the same bottoms, and then everybody else just had on like a, 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 a top a hole from like a. Child's karate dojo, um, <laughs> and then he was You're like, "I'm not wearing that." Um, perhaps <laughs> rightly so. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't saying... think that was the wrong choice. Yeah, I'm not sure it was, but like, I, I just those outfits. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just the I guess... ladies though. I love how they're all like Olympic gymnasts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, they just, like, do a line of, like, flips. And I was like, awesome. Is that the future? Is that your exercise in the future? Like, is that what they're saying? It's gymnastics. It's all gymnastics. I hope not. I'm too tall for gymnastics. Yeah, (laughs) and that's what they're imagining. Like, in the future, like, we just... Women are shorter, so we (laughs) do gymnastics. Do, like, flips and cartwheels. Up, we've exercised. So this is the first time we see... Well, certainly that Kirk sees Charlie disappear someone for laughing at him. Um... But that yeah, seems sure. that that 
definitely seems like one of his deep triggers, right, is people laughing at him. Being which, embarrassed, yeah. Well, well sure. Um, I, I think I would push and say specifically people laughing at him, though, too, right? Um, his perception of him being embarrassed, right? But um, the perception that other people are making fun of him, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, which is completely discongruent with his upbringing, right? He has, yeah. makes sense. Why would he be it so curious like, to know what that is? He, has, yeah. he had no one else on the planet, and he said, like, I learned language from a computer. And the computer is not going to be like, oh, haha, you did that wrong. You're ha, dumb. Ha. <laughs> like, that's not, the Charlie computer is not, dumb. does not ha, do ha. that. So, yeah, how does he even know what laughter is? Yeah, and how does he know that, like, social, um, like, yeah, the, the feeling the di- of the social dynamic. Yeah, it, unless yeah, they it, had like a large movie database or something. I guess. And he just watched. Um, well, I was going to make a poll. I was going to say, boy, I was just going to pull like a Polly Shore or something. But I don't think that even would. I don't think those would be problematic enough. Um, but only watch cringe comedies, I guess. I don't like. It's, yeah, well, Kevin James. I guess there. maybe all they had was like Paul Blart Mall Cop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it, that's a, would that teach him that? Well, I let's. Know, I think the read would have to be that he was, yeah, like learning social interactions primarily from like movies or TV. He only he only had like uh, like the Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles, and that's what he, sure. he had. John Hughes movie. okay, He had John, John Hughes, Hughes movies. movies. He that's only had John Hughes movies. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> including including uh, maybe he only had Home Alone. And he, Ooh, and, but the the last half hour was uh, cut off from the tape, so we didn't get to learn the the good message. The importance about of family. family. He just saw that his fa- the family was a jerk to this kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he had John Hughes movies and Home Alone, and that's uh, it. <laughs> wait, am I well, misremembering? Home Alone is a John Hughes movie, right? Am I, I misremembering so. that? You are misremembering that. There's it is not a John Hughes movie. No, I'll look it up. Okay, we're all in agreement. <laughs> that you do that oh it was written by john hughes chris columbus directed but it's written by john hughes interesting okay then it counts as a john hughes movie yeah and produced by john hughes yeah that checks huh did not know music that. by I john williams which, I, mean, I knew the, i knew the music was john williams but anyway though um, so the music's good <laughs> this is how little we have to talk about in this episode that we're yeah, debating whether or not we're... who directed Home Alone. No, Home. no, let me go back to my notes. There's more. Hold on. <laughs> I don't. I really don't have that many notes for this. I, I really don't, don't either. That's the extent of mine. So Chelsea, you um, you're going to hard carry talk us. Talk about how half hour. Kirk uh, was trying to be the father figure. He was no. He was actively trying not to be the father yeah. figure. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Bones wanted him to be, and he was like, mm, "Don't want to though." That was such a weird conversation between Bones and Kirk, where he was like, "Doctor, like it's your medical responsibility to explain, like you know, hormones and biology." And he was like, "Uh, no, that's for his dad, which is you, by the way." <laughs> and then I've Kirk's decided. like, "That's in order." <laughs> like. I just want to know why, like, they talk early on about setting up, like, a training program for him and stuff. And I'm like, you are transporting him to his family. How long does that take? Why are you creating a training program for this child who's just going to be on your ship for, like, a week? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. I I still don't understand why they can't get rid of those powers. I, I mean, this is definitely a situation where if they just had, like, 
uh, an Xbox and put it in his quarters <laughs> and been like, here, kid, you haven't seen this yet. Would huh? not have a problem. Um, Would and not then, have and a then problem. it'd be like, oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, like, tell someone that yeah, it's too bad they don't. Ha- yeah, it's here's too a, bad they don't have holidays yet. Here's a copy of Red Dead Redemption like, too, and uh, just have fun with that for the whole time it takes us to get to Starbase. <laughs> Minecraft, build yeah. whatever here's you want. Yeah, um, we'll just drop food under your door and see you in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Honestly, it would have worked. It, it, don't forget 100%. to take a sh- don't forget to take a sonic shower every couple days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Video games solve all of Star Trek problems. With children, I feel like that's true. Yeah. Honestly, that would work for the other children episodes too. Mm-hmm. It would. Do right? We... They pick up a bunch of stranded children. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Gorgon episode. The Yeah, yeah. those creepy kids. Yeah. Creepy kids. Oh yeah. If they had just had better toys. Like eight of them. Because yeah. if they had had better toys, the Gorgon would be like, I forget what he was using to con them. He'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, do you have a PS5? And he'd be like, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then bye. And they'd be like, we no longer want to kill. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we should market for video game consoles. <laughs> I'm not really sure that Sony and Microsoft need our help marketing mm-hmm. their highly successful consoles. But if you do and you're listening, we, could, we, we would we, be we happy. Could, we could market the secondhand market for um, Sega CD, I suppose. That might need help, but... <laughs> Market market specifically to uh, Starfleet captains disc drive. who have to deal with children. <laughs> oh man, I would take an endorsement deal for the Nintendo sixty four disc drive um, failed expansion to the Nintendo sixty four. I would take any sponsorship deal of anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding I'm holding out for Pepperidge Farm. Yeah, we can't dilute that. Uh, we can't no. dilute that pool. We cannot. <laughs> We've put too much time and energy into it. <laughs> But yet they are seemingly unawares of our, I know, right? Maybe we of our campaign. Just... Oh, well. You guys watch. Someday. One day someone from Pepperidge is going to go back and listen to these. And we're going to be like, what the heck is going on? I mean, we've not said bad things about their products. No. And they're going to be like, why didn't we years ago get these people all on board? <laughs> to market our moderately successful brand of we all get, and treats. We all get a... Um, a package in the mail one day and it's just full of pepper shrimp cookies. <laughs> they were like, where did these come from? 100 calorie packs How of goldfish, just one each. That'd be the... <laughs> Man, I think that's what we've earned. Um, uh, yeah, what else, what, else, what else do you have, Chelsea? Um, I am actually down to my messages. I really don't have that much. He's a creepy kid. He is a creep to women. There's like the weird like parental stuff. There's the weird like fight scene. Yeah. There's like him, like trying to learn how to be a person. No one teaching him well. I mean, him okay, also not responding well. That's that's. I mean, that's the fair point of this arc. That's worth. He he is written, in a large sense, to be a victim, but one that I mean, there's there's maybe a message about like how to you know, to, to rectify the, how to teach him essentially, right? How to, to make him be well, a better person. They are not successful. They're not successful, but you're right that they don't try very hard. Um, well, and they're just like, I mean, to be fair, like these are like people equipped like for the military, yeah. right? These are well, not Well, and people. they like have a job to do. It's yeah. not like, exactly. it's not like there's a Deanna Troy hanging out being like, I could take care of it. I mean, I guess Abby's right that their job is to shuttle him to this star base yeah. that's going to do it. Like they right. are couriers. That's, 
So, they really, correct. they really shouldn't. Ha- I don't understand their whole. I really don't understand the the premise of them. Like, well, we need to create like a system, like a a training system for him. And I'm just like, no, no you don't. They That's need not your job. You need to get him. You need piece. to get him to like some child psychologists. <laughs> like, yeah. So in that in that sense, he really is um, mishandled. But mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, I think the, they do just a poor job. And again, he was alone on this planet with. With the Q continuum, essentially, for 15 years from age three. Like, he has had a rough role at this. Um, And, yeah, so I think that's the part that's kind of hard to rectify in an episode like this in 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Getting across him as a, at all, a relatable character. um, Since he is, he has superhuman powers. Um, He was raised by the Q, essentially. Um, and now he's murdering people. It's like that. None of those are an easy read on this. And without making yeah, he him has no more, moral compass. Yeah, and without making him more relatable or uh, not even relatable, but like pitiable, even um, it's hard to feel for him. Mm-hmm. Which kind of it's seems like a slam dunk, early, but yeah, early on it's it's kind of easier to be like feel sorry for him because he obviously has no idea what's going on or how to interact with people. But then as the episode goes on, he's just like you know killing more and more people and taking over the ship. You're like, you know what? I don't feel as bad for you anymore. Well, exactly. As you, as you sexually harass Rand to the point where she is very uncomfortable and obviously frightened. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. When he's just a kid and awkward, yeah. it's sad. But when he murders and gets raped, so I guess it's, it's scary. I, yeah. I guess it's it's it makes the ending more palatable, where he gets taken away back to the Q continuum, and nobody cares because he's kind of well, awful. They could, yeah, because there's no way to control him, right? They've shown that like there's no way to imprison him, there's no way to talk him down, and he's just gonna take over people, right? They're not equipped. Yeah. To, they'd have to have a Q with them. Right. Yeah, which they don't have. So, I mean, it is the case that they have met. Well, they haven't met yet, because it, it is like they could drop him on what Talos Four. They could drop him on a bunch of these planets. If his problem is that this race of superhuman uh, space deities, uh, like his his complaint is he can't touch them, right? That they're non corporeal. It's like, mm. well, the Telosians could probably handle you. Um, yeah. Like. The yeah, there's a bunch of unnamed races. cowboy aliens uh, from Spectre and the Gun could handle him. The Metrons could handle him. Um, Magmar could probably handle him. I mean, that would be the that would be the dark read on this one. But um, oh, no, he can't cuddle Magmar. Yeah, I, I mean, he could presumably. Maybe maybe that's what Magmar needs. <laughs> maybe Magmar just needs a hug. Yeah, Magmar maybe just needs somebody to 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 be there. And okay, be trapped okay, on we'll the planet. Workshop with this him. idea, yeah. <laughs> I think this. this it's is still. A good start. I mean, these are still like horrible uh, punishments for Charlie, but uh, yeah, well. the Telosians might not be the worst. But yeah. they sort of maybe learn their lesson by the end of <laughs> Pike's arc. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Weird episode, you guys. It's a weird episode. Yeah, that's the trick. It's a weird one. I don't know if. I don't know if it's good, right? Is it? I I don't think it's bad. Yeah, that's I think kind it's of better than too. I thought it was. Again, I think it was a little worse than I thought it was, but we might still be in the same area. 
Because I think I remember liking it more than I did. I, I thought I hated it. Yeah, I thought it so was think, like the worst thing. I think I pitched high and came in low, and you pitched low and came in high. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty, it's like, in the middle. center of the road episode. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's an episode. If I was gonna, if I was trying to trim a list, and, it, and people were like, oh, should I watch Charlie X? I'd be like, nah, just yeah. watch Squire Gothos. Yeah, I, pro- I probably would go Square Gothos for this one. But like. I love Square Gothos. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. That's partially the performance. And, and, okay. and the mystery so is so much longer. Let's talk about the fact that, like, Trelane is a lot less defendable, but also much oh, yeah, more... yeah, but also like, much more likable. Much more likable. Um, which is... That's a, that's a hard read for this. It's one. really, yeah. I, that is, I think that is strictly performance-based. Uh, yeah. Like, and I think that the is the actor. actor who plays Trelane is just wonderful in that. Super so. likable and wonderful. Well, he also doesn't kill anyone. Uh, does right? he? Does he? I don't think so. Does he not kill the first people down? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember so. if he kills people Definitely not. not 20 people. Hmm. And then, and he's so clearly like a toddler in the end. That's yeah. what makes it cute. That's funny. Or kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, funny. It makes it funny. Yeah. Well, if that's all the messages, I mean, we've just... Oh, no, I got messages. Oh, really? More? <laughs> well, I can just list them. Or summarize them. I, I think they're all super straightforward. The struggles of growing up, of being awkward, a straightforward, like, retelling of that, and about how people just want, like, love and acceptance... Even though, in this case, not responding to it well. Um, I think there's a pretty clear message about how children need uh, strong, um, according to like a 60s read, uh, like um, forceful parental figures. Well, he needs boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. And that's still. That's how we'd say it now. Yeah. Yeah. In the 60s, I think they'd phrase it differently. But yes, Um, one needs to control their anger, things that are done in anger of consequences. Which is, of course, leading to the main message of power corrupts absolutely. One of our favorite ones for Star Trek TOS. Yeah, I guess, hmm. That's a... It's one of those. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) You have been messaged. I hope that you enjoyed that messaging. (laughs) The end. So, power-wise, I feel like he's up in that... He's not Mitchell. He's not the Telosians, I don't no, think. No, but he is that pretty high, though. not the unnamed cowboy aliens, Inspector the Gun, or the Metrons, but maybe above Alf from Day of the Dove? Alien. Yeah. Because he's definitely more powerful than Magmar, I think, right? Yeah, he's more powerful than Magmar. <sighs> Although Magmar pulled... Um... Yeah, I mean... Is he? Oh, but is he more powerful than, like, Apollo, Apollo? and that's where I'm Maybe. Oh, that's tough. Because Apollo had a lot of like show, showy stage work, mm-hmm. but but he got tired. But just like this guy did. Yeah. Because this guy, he's a lot like Apollo, right? Because they exhausted yeah. Apollo and they exhausted this bro. That's true. Yeah, but I think Apollo. And, like, and we had needed, already said Magmar could handle it. Apollo needed. Boy, he is so similar to Apollo in this, right? He is really yeah. similar um, to Apollo, yeah. Because Apollo needed them to like him, essentially, to put it in the simplest yeah. terms. And and Charlie basically needs them to like him, uh-huh. not to have powers. Um, and I think that's where that line is. Like, yeah. even if they don't like him, Charlie still has powers. And when they were like, oh, cool, Apollo, whatever. It's like, no, <laughs> I need your love to have powers. 
But you know what? They defeat Apollo, but they don't defeat him. Yeah, that's they a, need that's someone a good to come in and, and take him away. That's a good read, too. Yeah. So I'd say he's above Apollo, but below Magmar, because Magmar... I'm good with that. I'm good with that. They also left Magmar on a planet. Um, yeah. Well, but Magmar, it's not like Magmar wanted to come with them or anything. That's true. Yeah. Oh, no. I think Magmar was like, I'm good. Yeah, just leave me here to trick the next ship. Um, <laughs> pretty much. So below Magmar or above Magmar? Well, I say below Magmar. Yeah, because like Magmar could handle below. it. That, that's fine. Yeah. Magmar would be his guardian and they'd hug. <laughs> and then everybody would feel better in general. Yeah, cool. we're all in agreement. Yay, we did it, guys. We know all the episodes almost and where they rank. Woo, uh, except now it's bingo time, time for bingo. Time for bingo, bingo time. Time for bingo. Time for bingo, bingo time. Time for bingo. That is our new bingo. Song. Also, did you did you realize? Did you recognize when the aliens showed up? The um, whatever the um, they called him Charles. It's like, man, yeah, that's a weird read. Like, it's was his. No, that's like a, that's a like you've been misbehaving, so I'm using your full name. <laughs> oh, I read it as that's 1960s. Like you don't you call people by their nicknames in private, but you introduce them by their full name. Weird. Like anyway. just more mine, formal. Mine was mine was definitely like you've been misbehaving. Here is you are being called by your full name. <laughs> you're in trouble. You know you're in trouble because I'm using your full name. <laughs> did you already say bingo time? Bingo, bingo time. For bingo. I did. Okay, I did sorry. say bingo time. Time for bingo. It's fine. I sang a song. You missed it. I sang it twice. <laughs> time for bingo, bingo. Time for a bingo. I sang it a third time. So you could yeah. hear it. I mean, it's on you guys. You have to guess. It's your. Oh, it's your, it's oh your I definitely thing. think no because we really only had Kirk shirtless and you heard us singing. Oh, and Bone Space Strength. Powers. Oh, he might do a uh, a captain's log. Oh wait, I wonder if Spock's is fascinating or interesting. I mean, I guess a red shirt dies. He's wearing a red. Oh yeah. Karate uniform. Oh, but he comes back to life. Oh no, he still he dies though. Does come back to life? No, he's still dead. What? Resurrection. Oh, I, I think for our purposes, it still counts. I, I think we've yeah, had that show counts. up before. We have. Um, if they're resurrected, they still count as dead. Yeah. Um, what else? Spock didn't really do anything Vulcan. No, which is weird because he had a lot of lines. He like, only played chess. Oh, oh he um, does kind of show emotion. Mm, I don't think he, so. He but smiles at you, Hara, which I think none is of the, lovely. None of the like secondary cast is in this except Rand, right? Yeah, correct. There's no Scotty, no Chekhov, no Sulu. I mean, no hers there. But, um, yeah, there's just not many things. Phasers don't work. Mm, they get melted. Yeah, weapons. Or no, they get disappeared. He, he disappeared. I think we've called that, I think precedent is we've called that phasers don't work. Yeah, phasers don't work. Because they the don't work don't. on him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd still say no, but, you know. Yeah, also. No. It is a fairly tropey episode for an early episode. But do you have any clarifications? Oh well, red shirt dying was one of my clarifiers, but we've already so. we've yeah. decided that that counts. So, if you're dead and you're resurrected, you're still dead. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Interesting. Uh, anyway, no, we're we're one away. <laughs> really, one away. Uh, only because there's a free space. Because <laughs> uh, okay. I'm space. 
Yeah, because they're in space. Um, but yeah, it's there's not a lot. They're really like Uhura singing, and you know, we decided anytime Bones has a cup, he's drinking. Uh, space powers, Captain Log, recurring actor, red shirt dies. Um, and like there's a shirtless Kirk, but it wasn't on the sheet. Um, but otherwise, there really there's not a lot in this episode. I it's love, really, I love that we've slowly by by just wearing down the rules made bingo easier every time because we, <laughs> we fought for this thing so now it's just like yeah anytime bones is holding a drink he's drinking oh that's um, been the rule for like it's been the 60 for a long episodes time, but there's been newer things like that that we just agree that like oh yeah we don't this is we have precedent um i think in the 10th episode uh we would have fought a bit harder on some of these but now it's just like maybe no, but i think now it's like yeah no it's fine <laughs> Wait, what one did we need though? Uh, we needed. Klingons, uh, it's always Klingons. No, it's. I think it's Chekhov. Hold on, where oh, did yeah, they go? Chekhov. I closed. Classic I closed Chekhov. it already. <laughs> I closed it already. Hold on, it's no, around we here somewhere. We weren't done talking about bingo and how we almost won six different ways. I like to think. <laughs> um, I think it was. I think it was Chekhov. Yeah, Chekhov claims something invented by Russian. Classic Chekhov. So, we couldn't even have him this season. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, he's not He's not even there. He doesn't even exist. He's not even real. No, he's still at the Academy right now. Yeah. You know, he's learning stuff. He's going to be a really good... Oh, no, he's probably someday. on the ship because he was there for Khan. We learned Yeah, later. so he's kind of there, but not really. He's just not in the bridge crew yet. Yeah, or something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We say justifying and explaining everything <laughs> away. It, it doesn't sense. matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, shall we see what's next on the docket? Okay. Yes. It has to be a mock time. I'm going to go with bread and circuses because I just want that one out of the order. I want that one done. <laughs> I don't want that okay. to be our last episode. Are we going to get our secondary prizes? If we're I've, already, I've already guessed no, it. There's, I've already there's gotten our no... second. Win. There's no second, yeah, there's no second prizes. You guys uh, got I a think prize. there should be a second prize, maybe a cookie. Um, uh, no, you're both wrong. What? <laughs> Ooh, okay, then I will go... I don't remember what episodes are like. Uh, Private Little War. Oh, God. Uh, nope. Um, I know we still have the Enterprise incident. Uh, yeah, but no. <laughs> Ooh, uh, and we also still have All Our Yesterdays. Ding, ding, ding! Cool. Uh, that Is was the last one there. again? No, I think we still had, what else? I think we still had, I don't remember did I say Aaron of Mercy? I don't think I said Aaron of Mercy. No, I don't think you said Aaron of Mercy. All right, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, episode, or season three, episode 23, All Our Yesterdays, when Kirk, Spock, and McCoy investigate the disappearance of a doomed planet's population, they find themselves trapped in different periods from that world's past. I think oh, I actually done like this, this one. one. I think I really like this one. I do too, actually. <laughs> I if I, I really remember like right, they're like this planets, Zarabeth. This planet's ending, and there's doorways yeah, like it's in a like library. library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is like the one that was the library archivist. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. about a library archivist. I think this is one of my favorites. Yeah. And the library archivist is like, "What are you doing, you crazies? Get organized!" <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, I think I think this is a fun one. Yeah, Zarabeth, I... she's one of my favorites. This is like uh, one of ladies. the very last episodes here too, right? This is yeah, like it is, it is the penultimate. Yeah, yeah, it's the penultimate. Uh, this is series one where episode. Spock might father an illegitimate child. What is what is the anti-penultimate episode? Uh, <laughs> Savage Curtain. Hmm, yeah, <laughs> but we don't have. We already watched that one, so we already. I, did th- it. I really thought we'd already <laughs> done this one. Nope. I've been, I've been on this one for a while. We haven't. I have two. Cool. I like this one. Like this, this is one a good a one. This yeah, is one of the then, good ones that we have left. So yeah. I'm bummed that we didn't get bread and circuses. 
I know we could get yeah, but there's still like yeah, I still that's that's now that episode. now that's now that Space Seed is gone, I really desperately want a mock time to be our last episode. Our last one. <laughs> Anyway, all right, lovely listeners, uh, this has been Charlie X. I hope you enjoyed all of our tangents and not talking about the episode very <laughs> much. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, 3DBMUP at Beam3. You can find us. We're there. Uh, info at 3DBMUP.com for emailing. If you desire to email us, uh, that is how you do it. And we will see you next time for some travels in time with all our yesterdays.